Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Emily about building a community that you get paid to run. And we're going to be talking about two of... One, I would say one of the more popular options that we see specifically in the like creator space. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. isn't necessarily course platforms, though I have seen people do it. Mm-hmm. These are platforms I've seen musicians and makers and artists and comedians, Podcasters. entertainers mm-hmm. utilize to get paid for creating community, creating a network. And Emily, of course, is no surprise to y'all, always thinking about the next thing. And Mm -hmm. she started her own online community specifically for those interested in building clay earring businesses. Yeah. Either just making in general or doing it as a business. So the idea of a paid community and specifically paying a third party source to host that community has actually been on our mind for years. Um, It's been something that we have debated on and off again about potentially, you know, moving away from Facebook groups or having a paid group aspect or, or what else is out there that could make a better experience for our students just here within boss project. And ultimately, it's just been something we've like maybe thought about and then haven't really invested a lot of time in. And then, oh, what we have is working good enough and I don't really know what's needed, et cetera. Well, a big chunk of the decision for us to stay where we just have been at Boss Project is because there are literally thousands of thousands of people to move from one platform to another. And it's just not a headache that I think either one of us have ever wanted to. Well, That and just building new habits is really Mm -hmm. hard for people. The reason Mm -hmm. Facebook groups have been so incredible, A, they're free, but also people generally, at least in our target market, are already Mm -hmm. utilizing the platform on a very regular basis. They are in that daily active users group and any other platform would be like, they have to create a new habit and that's just really hard to do. Now, I will say... From like a strategy standpoint, we have utilized Facebook groups for paid options, both for courses and memberships. And it's a headache to manage if you're wanting to ever remove people from them because just like figuring out who's an active member and who's failed a payment and like, are they still in the like, we're going to wait until they totally fail out. Like when it's just a headache. 
So we're going to specifically dive into Patreon mm-hmm. and Mighty Networks, which I know nothing about either of them. So I'm probably yeah. going to quiz Emily on all the platform the questions. Yeah. Now, well, so, I have a pretty strong opinion about it, though, after you've shared what you have with me. But sure. go ahead. Give me the, like, 10,000-foot view. Mm-hmm. Why were you even considering either of these? Yeah. So I think initially, you know, my gut reaction is to go with what I already knew, right? So it was really, really easy for me to first be like, okay, if I want to do this, I'll just use Facebook or I'll use Teachable or I'll use even member space, right? I considered member spaces, which is where we host our creative template shop. Well, the membership aspect of it. And I like briefly looked into those things, but I honestly took it as an opportunity to try something entirely new, not only to learn, but to see if there was anything else, not necessarily better, because I believe there's pros and cons of literally every software out there, but just something different. I figured, okay, hey, this thing is going to be obviously a lot smaller. It's not my full time, like huge, big thing that I'm like looking to like scale into this massive thing. So I can make different sacrifices that maybe Boss Project isn't willing to make. I can just look at it in a different way. I also like want to preface this with I'm willing now more than ever, I'm willing to pay for softwares and tools if they make my job easier and if they make me money. And I might not have been in that headspace year one of business. I know we've talked about here often where we like feel like we rigged and hacked a lot of systems for free to save money, literally just to save money and cut expenses. And if one thing I've learned from Boss Project is just like, girl, get it off your plate, like use a system that's going to make you money easily, that's going to run a group easily or whatever you're trying to do easily. And paying for that is, is okay. I do like to prove concept first. And I want to kind of walk through the strategy a little bit of that. I feel like the phases that I took this group in. So I knew that as soon as I invested in a tool, I was going to make my money back for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So tell me about why you picked Patreon initially, because spoiler alert, Emily has already tried one and migrated within the first six weeks. Yeah. So why, why Patreon initially? Okay. Well, so let me back up actually first and take it to the very first class I ever hosted. And this was my proving concept um, stage. And I didn't even think this is what I was doing. I didn't go into this being like, I'm going to prove concept on this thing. And eventually I'll move to here. And then eventually I'll do this. Like it literally wasn't like that at all. It was like, this thing sounds fun. People are asking for it. Let me just, what's the easiest and quickest way for me to throw it up there and cheapest way for me to throw it up there. So at the start of quarantine, so this was like very early March of 2020, we're all at home, right? And there Mm -hmm. was, if you guys remember, there was this weird like month or two long bubble of like, oh, do I have free time now? And oh, let me just relax. And oh, let me try new activities. And like, it was a weird- We were all trying new things. That's when we were making sourdough. We were making bread. Yeah, it was a whole thing. (laughs) And so I had, you know, been doing clay for a while at that point. And I was just like, hey, you know, I'm just going to host a couple of clay classes. I decided to host three. One was free. One was like 10 bucks and one was 15 bucks. And I just, one was on a Instagram live and two were on zoom. I'm going to email you the link. I'll download the live. I'll send it to you later. If you want to sign up, like at the replay later, all I was doing was 
I did it for fun. I wanted to just you chat with people. Because you yeah. literally told me, I am never going to teach this. I did. I did. I'm I did. never going to talk about doing this as a business because mm-hmm. I teach business. I was like, I okay. I know. So I hosted those on Zoom, just listed the product. I was on Squarespace back then, listed just the product as a digital product on Squarespace. And when you bought it, the email was the replay if you were signed up after. Well, so then I migrated from Squarespace to Shopify. And since Shopify doesn't do digital downloads well (laughs) or without a third-party app, I just didn't move those products over. I was like, oh, those are old replays. It doesn't matter. Well, every single week, I would get people emailing me like, are you going to host these again? Or I missed the replay. Like, can I still buy it and see it? And I just kept telling them like, maybe I'm going to do them again. I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't sound fun to do like another Zoom version of that. So anyways, got situated on Shopify, did just regular restocks, put it off, put it off, put it off. Well, so finally in like July, I had enough people, I think, just bugging me about it and people asking in my DMs, like, how did you make that? Or where's this clay from? Or where are those cutter from? Or how do you do that? I'm like, well, I might as well get paid to answer these questions. And so that's when I was like, okay, what's Patreon about? I'm a patron for multiple Patreon accounts, both educational and learning, podcast, whole bunch of different parenting. Like I have so many different memberships and I I love it as someone who's learning and it seems simple enough. It's so straightforward to get started. It's zero fees to get started. So I was like, hey, this is the next set of proving concept for me. So I had those people who had bought the course or bought the clay classes. So then I put up a thing that was just like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a Patreon. If you're interested in like continuing to learn from me and pay on a monthly basis and not just one class, like drop your email here. So I created a wait list. I got, I don't know, a handful, like 40-ish people who responded to that. And I had like over 100 people who had taken the classes. So at the end of it all, I had maybe 150 people to email who were like interested potentially in paying for something like this. So anyways, set up Patreon, made my tiers, emailed those people and didn't even publicly announce for a couple days. I don't know. I was like nervous about it. Got some people in, which was exciting. And it's not that it's like gangbusters at all, but it definitely grew faster than I thought it would. Within like three weeks, I had over a hundred people. And so at that ridiculous, by the way, (laughs) I don't care that it's inexpensive, like convincing a hundred people to do anything is no small thing. Yeah, I know. So it was kind of of a burst of a bubble in a good way. I had people come in. It was good. Well, then I was like, oh, shit. Like, let me actually do some investigating in Patreon fees and how this is going to work. Because what I was realizing is like in my Patreon dashboard, it would tell me like, here's how many patrons you have and here's your earnings. But then I would go look at something else in my dashboard and those numbers were not even close. And I was like, wait, what is happening here? And I either I just didn't look or I probably what happened is I looked and I just didn't do math and I didn't didn't maybe realize it would grow that quickly. Mm -hmm. But Patreon charges a pretty steep percentage. I want to do a breakdown on all the pricing here in a second. And, And it also is missing a lot of things, in my opinion, that my community specifically wanted, specifically community and the aspect of talking to each other. And so when I started breaking down, okay, Patreon's kind of similar to Shopify. If you want to add on anything else, it's a third-party app. There's not a ton that like 
are available to you, but you can do stuff like Crowdcast, Discourse, or Discord. Those are the kind of three things that they talk about a lot. All of those are extra fees. Some of them, like 200 bucks a month on top of your processing fees from Patreon. So it began to be a little bit of like, oh, this is getting pricey, where it's not money that I'm paying for on the front end. They're taking it out of my earnings. So I never, quote, see the money, but it's money I'm not getting still. And so I didn't like that. And so that got me looking, not only the pay structure, but mostly people reaching out inside Patreon saying, I wish there was more of a community aspect. Can you start a Facebook group? And I knew right then and there, I do not want to start a Facebook group for this because of the admin management of it. So that's when I started looking at different options and found Mighty Networks. And specifically, not so much that monitoring the community, but monitoring, letting people in and out and like <laughs> yes. stuff like that. So, and I get that. And it's honestly a little surprising to me that Facebook hasn't. They should have it here so, or something. Like it doesn't so make silly. sense. Like why, like so many people use it for that function. I know. Why? I don't know. They probably have some grand plan, just like, I know it's a total side note, but did you see that Google's coming out with a competitor to college that's cheaper and like basic, they're called career certificates. So I'm like, what the heck is Facebook going to do? I'm sure they're going to come up with something at some point where people are going to go, but you just never know. So I get that. And I remember the day you told me I knew you, you had talked to me about starting your Patreon. And I mean, I was excited for you because I had taken your class and I knew a lot of people kind of during this time and space had just felt so disconnected from people and just like craved wanting to be creative. And I know a lot of your audience like really appreciates your like craft and like artistry and they had a desire to learn it but not necessarily like do anything with that knowledge. They just wanted to know. And then I do think there's an, uh, just like anything else, there's going to be a community of people that are like, wait, I want to do this too. And this seems fun. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. And I always giggle like, because yeah, it's just funny to me. It's fine. It's totally great. And I love it. And I'm so excited for these people who are doing it. I just, it just always makes me laugh. But when you told me <laughs> about Patreon's fee structure, I was like, why did you even sign up? Like, I was so taken aback. Literally. I'm like, I get it from purely the, it didn't cost anything to start. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when, it's odd, because and we've referred to this before, but when you're in a certain stage of business, which I feel like is where you're at in the second business, you want to try things, but you're just so careful with your money that like, you're like, how can I hack the system? Like you're always trying to think of like the easiest, simplest, cheapest version Mm -hmm. of it, which is why you did a zoom call and like a digital product like that. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's didn't really cost you anything but processing fees and it was easy to do, but it's not, Like, are you going to do those every two weeks and then have to market it every time? Like, that seems like a lot. Right. So I get that you signed up from that standpoint. But then when you told me the part that I couldn't get over was that the fees, like percentage gets higher, the more people you have. Yeah. Am I wrong? Did you read that wrong? I did not read that wrong. And it's not necessarily the more people you have. It's the more money you're making. So typically those things correlate. But depending on how much you charge... Sure. For your fee, for it your might happen membership, it might happen instantly. 
Right. So here's the breakdown of the structure and I'll compare it directly with Mighty Networks and then I want to talk about other features. So for Patreon, again, you could log into Patreon right now, make an account for free and start charging for your membership, your artistry, your craft, You're not or out anything. You're not out anything until someone pays for you. That's it. The first tier is 5% of your income plus processing fees. So plus like Stripe credit card processing fees. You cannot have tiers on that level. So whatever you're wanting to sell, it's only one price. It's just one price. So I kind of did a couple of different math scenarios where if you were making $500 a month from Patreon, however many members that is for you, it would cost you about $25 plus credit card processing fees. Okay. Which for those, it's 50 cents plus 2.9%. Yeah. 2.7, 2.9, something like that. Whatever the current strike processing fees, that's what it is. It varies, obviously. So then the next tier is 8%. So again, we're going up five and then up to 8% for up to $2,500 a month in Patreon income. So if you make $2,500, you're going to pay 8% of that to Patreon plus your processing fees, which is about, well, I did $80 for 1000, which wouldn't be true because you wouldn't bump up to 8%. So whatever 8% of $2,500 is, is what you're going to be paying per month. But what I wanted to showcase was the 12% because as quickly as my membership grew, I was going to be in the 12% like very soon. As soon as you reach over that threshold of $2,500, you're automatically bumped into the 12% plus processing, which is $300 a month, $300 a month. And that only goes up the more money you make from Patreon, 12% of that money's 12% is the highest percentage, but like $300 is the minimum that you're going to be paying for yeah. to make so just like for comparison's sake cuz I think sometimes that helps to hear what other people are doing. Like high-end course software, not necessarily Kajabi. I think Kajabi might be more in that range 3 to 500 plus a month, but Kajabi is doing more more, so more than just course hosting like you can do like website stuff and email stuff and it's more of an all-in-one package but like course based platforms where that's the majority of what you're doing you're looking at like the business tier is usually around a hundred and like enterprise might be 200 plus but the fact that as because that's a small business like we do tens of thousands of dollars a month and they're charging $300 to bring in $2,500. So you only get $2,200 of that. That's bananas to me. That's absolutely bananas to me. Like offensive. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't like it. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. 
When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. The thing that doesn't make sense is like, that's not how much it costs them. Like, no, no. And it, like the features that you unlock are not that like you still have to pay for Crowdcast if you want to go live directly into Zoom. You still have to pay for Discord or Discourse if you want to have any sort of community aspect, which this is the point where I was like, oh, so I'm going to pay you more money for what? Like for what? Stripe's the one processing my monies. So what am I paying you for? Yeah, I mean, I, you're paying for hosting, which I get, but like, other than that, like that's ex- that's expensive. That's expensive. So here's the direct. I'm gonna do pricing now for Mighty Network, and then we'll compare some features. So Mighty Network, they have a free plan. Okay, so you can have. So let me first kind of describe what Mighty Networks is because I feel like it's so different for people. I feel like Patreon's kind of one of those things that people get. Patreon, like you can sell your thing. You can stream your podcast to Patreon. You can upload videos. You can go live. You can post. It's kind of similar to a Facebook group. It looks a little bit different, but you can make a text post. You can link to a Vimeo or YouTube video. You can tag your post and they're kind of organized into categories. They're not that easy to navigate. There is an app, but that's about it, right? Mighty Networks looks and feels nearly identical to a Facebook group. There's a scrolling feed. There's, you can like, you can comment, you can save, you can follow, 
You can, as a member, also post. So in Patreon, only the creator can post. There are tags, like you can easily filter content. So it looks and feels nearly identical to a Facebook group. However, you can charge for it. So on their free plan, you can charge for community. I think I told you yesterday that you couldn't, but I looked into it today. You can charge for a community. So basically think you're charging for a Facebook group. But when that person cancels, they're removed from the network automatically. <laughs> you don't have to admin that. There is a 5% subscription fee after processing. So there's a little bit different where Patreon charges you the fee and processing. Like 5% is after Stripe takes out their processing fees. So there's still a fee within Mighty Network. It's 5%, but it's after processing. So it's a little bit less. So now we're about neck and neck with the 5% tier on Patreon. You're just also getting community. You're getting more things. If you go up into their next plan, so you're paying month to month now, so it's like money out of your pocket, even though it's the same, you can go up to $23 a month. You lower your percentage. It's now 3% subscription fee after processing. So we're going down the more members you have. So I did roughly, if you're making $1,000 a month, that's going to cost you 30 bucks in fees plus your $23 fee for Mighty Networks, which is $53 a month to bring in $1,000, okay? That would cost you $80 on Patreon. So we're saving nearly 30 bucks. Now, when you go to the highest tier, which is the tier that I'm on, you can charge for courses, you can charge for groups, and you get 2% fee after processing, which is roughly $30 in fees, for if you're bringing in $1,500 a month and then $81 for your Mighty Networks fees or $111 or $131 if you're bringing in $2,500 a month. So on Patreon, you're paying $300. On Mighty Networks, for the same amount of money that you're bringing in, you're paying $131. $131 versus 300 more features. Like yeah. More features. So, and I think there's definitely, you have to play pro con pro, like with all yeah. of it, because I would assume it kind of depends on who your target market is. Like, 100%. because if say your target market is like the podcast junkie, mm -hmm. like they might. But I mean, the podcast community has taken over Patreon. Right. And it works really well. You can stream your podcast straight to Patreon. You can play it straight from I'm a patron to a couple of podcasts on Patreon. And I love it. I truly love it. So, like, know thy audience. Right. Exactly. And then, like, I could also see the same thing being true for, like, if you're more on, like, B2C and you're an entertainer, you might have like the average consumer might be more interested in a space like this, or this is like you're retraining someone to use a totally brand new platform that they might not be a part of like in any other person's mighty network. Right. Whereas I, think like, I only have one, two, literally two people in my network who are in one other network. So they knew it and were familiar with it. But the good news is, is that since it looks and feels so much like a Facebook group, intuitively people know how to treat it and what to do. It's a little less active than I feel like maybe a Facebook group would be, but 
time and time again, I get people who are saying, I wouldn't be in here if it were on Facebook. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And frankly, so I turned on Newsfeed Eradicator at the start of quarantine. I think we both did nearly around the same time. I haven't turned it off since. I don't have Facebook. Like I don't open it on my laptop because I don't have Newsfeed on. So I go to like Boss Project Group and that's it. And I don't have Messenger on my phone. I don't have Facebook on my phone. And so it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I feel really cleansed of this. So I definitely don't want to start a community there. Yeah. Well, I think everyone's different. Like I still, I'm on Facebook a lot for work stuff and like, that's just kind of the nature of how it is. And I, I mean, in all essence, I run a paid right membership too, Right. but like the way you become, like you don't become not a member, if that makes sense. Like right. you get a lifetime membership when you join my community and like, Yes, I'd love for people to order every month, but I'm not managing kicking people kicking yeah. people out. So it's it so brutal, but like I know. Just, I wanted to go over one I think crucial feature that yeah. I feel like a lot of our listeners maybe this could help you decide even on the front end. Sure. If you're going to do Mighty Networks versus Patreon. The one okay. thing I think that Mighty Networks has over anyone else, anyone else is on their two paid plans. So the 2% or the 3% plans where you're paying $23 a month or $81 a month, enable you to use your own domain for your membership. Patreon is patreon.com slash whatever. You can do a, what is it called? A subdomain? Yeah, but it's a C name. Mm -hmm. They give you easy directions on how to do it. So what that means is I can retarget people who visit Mighty Networks and don't sign up. I can retarget my members. I can see specific analytics on if I write this blog post and drop this link, did it do anything? And that knowledge is super crucial. Yeah. And you can do similar stuff like that with Teachable or Thinkific or whatever. Like you can do, you can make it as a subdomain and utilize that VSC names and you can add Facebook pixels and retarget yeah. and all that stuff. So that's not, it might be different from Patreon, but it's yeah. not necessarily yeah. from other course platforms, but it is a critical piece of the puzzle. Like well, I think the difference is like, and I would be curious to read the terms and conditions. I'm guessing, and I don't know this for a fact, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing you don't actually own your content on Patreon. Oh, 100%. 100%. I would not be surprised. I was going to say too, if you're literally just wanting to charge for a Facebook like group experience, you're not going to do courses, you're not doing the big plan, even on the middle plan, you get your own domain. So like right now, if you have a giant ass Facebook group, like we do, we can't target those people ever. We don't have their emails, not necessarily. We don't know anything about them. They're in here. And then if Facebook deletes our group, they're gone. If you, I just like the more ownership over this, you can export your members list, meaning you have their names and emails and contact information. And if you're using your own domain, if you're literally just charging or not, even if it's just a free community, you can still retarget them. Have that. And I think that's so helpful. Yeah. The thing I can't get over with that from like a using it for like a free community part. I could, for paid, I can totally see it. 
for free, I worry that like changing behavior is just so hard. Like I'd be curious if we were to announce next week, like, Oh, for sure. Go, we're closing this Facebook group. We're moving over to mining networks. I'm sure we'd have people migrate. I'm sure people would sign up, but like, how many people would actively use it? I'd just be curious. Yeah, and I'm I think- still in the camp of like, I mean, I only did this because I was starting from scratch. And then I only moved because I had 102 people to move. Right. So I wouldn't, this is not a project I would sign up for, for Boss Project ever. <laughs> so please don't take this as your sign of me being like, look, a shiny new software. You should check it out if you already have something that's even semi-working. <laughs> Honestly, there's very few things I think are worth migrating from if they're actively working for 100%. you. 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm just like... If you're starting even- a new community, consider it. So like I know Shantae, right? She has started Best Today brand. She has Right Now Routine. Starting an entirely new, not necessarily new, like strangers to her, but a new topics, new products, new offers. And she went to Mighty Networks and she started... A community there and you get in for free if you buy her product and then there's other things that she can pitch you throughout being just in the network so mm-hmm. yeah I love it though it's just fascinating to me and mm-hmm. just I you know we've run a lot of communities a lot of different ways and there's just something so specific that I'm like would this work for the average person? Right. Like if they were in your scenario and they're like, I'm starting from scratch. Cause that's probably the only time I would even think about it. Yeah. I just wonder because you just have such a, your following is very, very involved. Yeah. So I didn't lose anyone in the move, which is, that's just weird to me. Like that's not normal. No, no, it's not. I had, over 90% of my people moved within the first 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and here's this. Okay. So on my Patreon, I had two tiers. I had a $10 tier and a $20 tier. The $20 tier was every like tutorials and everything you get in the $10 one plus business, right? So if you're just wanting to do it for fun, pay 10 bucks. If you have a business or want to grow a business, pay 20 bucks. Well, so if I had a hundred people on Patreon, maybe 80 of those were the $10 tier people and 20 were the $20 tier people, right? Well, when I moved to Mighty Networks, you had to cancel your Patreon account. I couldn't do it for you. Like they wouldn't let me. You had to go to Mighty Networks, type in all of your new credit card information. So buy it again. I was asking people to basically buy it again. It's not like Stripe transferring. No. And then within what I realized within like getting settled after a week or so of getting everyone moved over that that 80, 20 literally flip-flopped. I have like 90 something people in my business group now. And then the remaining people were in my $10 tier. Cause they were just like, Oh, I'm transferring anyways. I'm having to put in my card anyways. So I'll just upgrade my tier while I'm at it. (laughs) Which is still funny to me because I, if you were to actually like pull the people, I can't imagine 80 or 90 of them are actually no doing this as a business. No. No. Fine. Like fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple of cool features. Also, this isn't sponsored by Mighty Networks or yeah, we don't have any 
I do have an affiliate. I don't even have it as a pretty link. So like, if you actually want it, you can DM me on Instagram, but like, it's not a big deal. One thing that is really cool that they have as well is an ambassador program. And so if you refer people to my network, so you have to use your link. If you refer a certain amount, you get a reward that I pick. If you refer more people, you get the second award. If you were, you know, it's a three step, it's like silver, bronze, gold, kind of thing. Bronze, silver, gold. What's the order? Silver, bronze, gold? Bronze, silver, gold. Bronze, silver, gold. Okay. So anyways, you get to decide what the awards are, what the rewards are, and what the requirements are for them to get that. But that's pretty cool because then like if people talk about your thing and if they use your link, like they get presents. There's really cool things like So it's called Mighty Networks. The whole idea is they want you to network with people, right? That's the point. It's community and like meeting other people because you have like interest. And so it set you up to succeed by letting you put in your physical location. And so then when you're online or you're browsing the members in your group or whatever, you can see those that are physically close to you by location. You can also mark your stage. So like... I don't know if you were joining like a health mighty network, you could ask them like what their goal is or why they're here or like, I want to lose weight. I want to be strong. I want to, I don't know what the different things are, but so you could mark yourself as a certain stage and it will say that underneath your name, anytime you post or like something or comment something. So then I can automatically see, oh, Abby, she's in the same stage as me. Oh, she's actually close to me. Like maybe we could go grab coffee or something. And like, you could actually build relationships. And I think that's so cool. Cause I know you can do group chat, but can you one-on-one chat? Yes. Okay. So almost like a Facebook like Just messenger. like a Facebook messenger, you can do that. You can start a group chat with who's online right now. You could start a group chat with people who are close to you, like anything. It's so cool. Yeah. And then I think on the events, I saw that you could do, you know, online events, but then you could also do an event for just the people nearby. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's I so many things. So cool. The app is super easy. You can do it on your phone. One of the biggest complaints I got on Patreon was the more content I put on Patreon, which is the point, the harder it was to find that content. And people would message every day. Oh, I know you mentioned this and you, where is it? I can't find this video or I can't find this blog post or I can't find this. It's just not that easy to navigate on the app, which I mean, if you guys aren't aware, like over 50%, probably over 60 or 70% of traffic is mobile, like all of the time, doesn't matter. And so to have an app that functions well on mobile is absolutely crucial. So got small wheels a turning, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys have any further questions about Mighty Networks or Patreon, I'm happy to answer those. I'll probably give you like a voice memo rundown, but I felt like this would be a good roundup of the current features. And and I mean, this is as of September of 2020. So I don't know if they're going to change by the time you're listening to this much later or whatever. But if you do want to try Mighty Networks, I think you get a savings if I give you my link. I don't really know. Hit me up on Instagram at Emily says and we'll get you situated. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. 
we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.